Bob Nastanovich, we're episode hey. episode ninety five, July twenty third, two thousand nineteen. I'm Mike Hogan, and you're Bob. You got what's you, going on in Queens? What's going on in Queens, man? It's, Bob, yeah, Bob. Yeah. It's been it's been a little rainy the last couple of days. Before good, that, it was ridiculously good. hot. Um, but what are you gonna do? Mm. And uh, oh, rain's good. If you, I'm sure you guys had a heat wave. Oh yeah, we had we had ridiculous heat. Uh, yeah. Well, anyways, I'm not going to talk about weather, but I got, we got some nice stuff heading your way. Oh, fun stuff. I'll look forward yeah, to it. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm talking about music. Got some nice That's... air heading your way. Okay. All right. Well, we started... It's got a few hurdles. got a few hurdles to jump over on the way there, but... You know, our um, think... our, our theme song, mm. as you know... Well, our theme song, our theme song, I think it's been like 60 to 95 episodes. Uh, maybe not that With many, you. but... but well. You're, you're the lead vocalist. You're the lead vocalist. But Be- between the two, you know, there's the Teddy version, but the the background music is done by my buddy Jack Houston, who hosted co-hosted a few shows while you were on the three, road. three, three, I believe he did. Uh, did you ever listen to those? No, <laughs> put you no. on the spot. No, I never did. I never, uh, I never you should really go back. Just because, like, that's how honest I am. Like, I know, I know, and that's why. It's just like, that's why uh, I, asked. I don't want to be compared. I just don't want to like. Uh, well, you know, maybe, maybe like as an unnatural at this like process, the whole experience, like maybe I would have thought like, oh, he's just kind of like do it with them. And I just didn't want to think that way. No, like, you're, you're, you might have like a better like rhythm or like, you know, things. So, like, you know. I mean, like, it was two of your friends. Yeah. That's okay. You're not going to get Wally pipped. I was, I was just curious because I didn't know if, if, <laughs> nice uh, use of the verb. <laughs> uh, I didn't know if you had heard hey, any I of the songs. I can't afford to lose this check, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Uh, anyway, so so Jack Jack has been graciously providing background music for our intro. And, and beer. And beer, And, and by the beer. Way. Yeah. Well, we won't talk about that because the beer is no longer. But, uh, well, the beer's run dry, but he, he definitely sent you some great he, beers, which you enjoyed on the podcast. He did. He did. Um, yeah. But he's put out a record. He's It's almost out. It's going to be actually on the joint Little Brother Broker's Tip Bandcamp label for download. And what's that, Earl? What's that, Earl? Littlebroker.bandcamp.com. Check yeah. it out. Yeah, go there. Good See stuff. All of our stuff. All, all of our stuff. All of all of the Little Brother stuff currently is name your price download. I don't know. It, it, probably for a limited time. Might not be forever. So depending on when you're listening to this, you, you might have to pay. But uh, anyway, Jack's stuff will be up there soon. He goes by. He's, he's putting out a record called uh, "Who Are the Girlfriends." And okay, and this thing was recorded last year. It was recorded, yeah, I think last year. And um, you know, he's had some, he's some friends helping out. He's 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 going by uh, the name the Factory Girls. Like it. Uh, so yeah, uh, I, I wanted to play but one so of the is songs. Is it all dudes, or is there a woman in the band? Uh, you know, I'm not sure. I think it's mostly dudes. I so. think it's interesting. Like, there's he's not the first one. There's like, uh, well, Sun City Girls, most famously. Yeah, they're the, well, they're the oldest and the most famous. But there's the girls, girls, or that mm-hmm. famous band, girls, the great band, um, right? Matador. Yep. And like, there's you know, like it's an interesting angle. Like, there's obviously um, girls against boys, which was all dudes. Yep. Well, I and think Jack's reference is to the old Stone song, Factory Girl. Well, I'm not about the history, but like. It's just like when you um, see a racehorse who's like a gelding with like a girl's name, <laughs> like or or, or like, even a colt, like the the sire that's now um, you know producing babies named Fast Anna, who's a, who's a yeah exactly boy. exactly because he's yeah. out of dreaming of Anna, who's right one of the greatest moments in my betting history. But like that's all beside the point. Um, yeah. It is an interesting angle on like because I I'm, a, I'm obsessed with like how band names like come about. Okay. <laughs> 
Like, I am obsessed with that. Even, like, we talk about it on the show. Like, that's, you know. Yeah. Incredible, incredible band, bad name. Incredible right. name, bad band. Like, <laughs> right. it happens. I right. mean, you know, I mean, it happens. It okay. does. It does. And, and but whatever. That's beside the point. So, Jack's band is called The Factory Girls. The Factory Girls. The album is called Who Are the Girlfriends. This is the second song from it. Uh, it might be my favorite. I don't know. Not sure. It's called No, K-N-O-W. Uh, yeah, check it out. I'd be curious what you think. Uh, oh, I'm, just, yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing it. It's exciting for me. All right, well, here we go. Debuting, world Jack premiere. Jack Houston, baby. World premiere. Might even get some vinyl at some point, but soon to be downloadable. We'll on. See, we'll, see, we'll see what the tip rips. Yeah, here you go. Yeah, yeah.
That's the Factory Girls, Jack Houston. What do you think, Bob? We have a little bit of an issue, Mike. Uh-oh. The uh, neighbor's minivan, I'm sure you can hear it in the background. Can you hear that, the neighbor's minivan? I can. It's uh, their alarm system on their minivan's going off. And uh, so we have to deal with that in the background. We should probably play, we should probably play a Clash song. Uh, anyways, Jack. The Factory Girls, can you hear that, right? Yeah. I love it. Yeah, Ghost, I can hear it. Yeah, yeah Ghost is going to bark at it and everything. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, Wild so night in Des Moines, huh? Um, yeah, that was great. Uh, is, is that, there's a lot of length to it, you know, but... Uh, Five minutes. Can, can they replicate that live? Because, like, to me that sounds like a live recording, like, it, and, like... Uh, it's. I think it's him doing everything. That's him doing... Oh. That's him yeah, doing it all. Yeah. Um, on that song, but that's like such like live music. Yeah, I mean that's just Jack. So he told me that when he you know he sent some tracks and we started using it for background music, and he said that part of that, like doing it on the podcast and featuring it, has helped him like actually get motivated to complete the record. So. Uh, good. Well, it's a good lick. It is a good lick on the theme, and like uh, I really enjoy it. He's got a lot of. Uh, he's a very well studied historian of the last thirty years. He's like he is. He's he's. I, mean, a I good heard m- like uh, I heard like thirteen bands. <laughs> That's fair. I, mean, I haven't heard. I haven't even heard some Das Dahmen. Das Dahmen. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. heard that. He there and, like, he. Uh, you know, and there's. Uh, I don't know you. Uh, I don't know if you want me to play another, or even just. I heard I'll, zero payment. I heard zero payment. I'll, I'll, I'm I'm gonna snip it another, just to show a little bit of the variation oh, of it. Okay. It's a three I'm minute three minute song. This one's a mellower one. Well, we'll just. Okay. The the in between is this one. So yeah, so that one, that's kind of a mellower, that's like almost a bluesy Stones Keith Richards. Yeah, green on red. Yeah. And he's got one of those elements in there, which is cool, like it's hella cool. Yeah, I'll, uh, I haven't shared Rain this with Ray, you. Dream Syndicate. Yep. Like, yeah, it's gotta be a huge Dream Syndicate fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll share, I'll share this with you, and it'll be available soon for download. Okay. From the yeah, label. available on Little Brother. Little, give me the Earl again. Give me the Earl. Littlebroker.bandcamp.com because it's Little right. Brother and Broker's yes. Tip together. Haven't yeah. been there yet. I still haven't been to the site yet. <laughs> and, uh, but uh, I'll, get, I'll get on that. Thanks for supporting us, Bob. <laughs> yeah, I see that. <laughs> In fact, I got, I got to sell stuff on there, but like... There's a season and a reason for that. Like, I've been working 70 hours a week, but yeah. I'm sure as hell not going to talk about that. That's so, a lot of fun. Soon that will change. Uh, yeah, like August 10th. So yeah. I'm, you know, I'm about to go into wind-down mode. Yeah. And I'll be podcasting more, and hopefully you'll be settled in. You know, yeah. like, we'll be able to do some podcasts. That would, you know? be, that would be great. We've, we've, we've been few and far between, but we'll get back. Into yeah, the yeah, we'll things. get back there. Summertime is hard. Yeah. You know, summertime is hard it for is. a lot of reasons. It is. And uh, But anyways, uh, I'm going to play a band that uh, I need your help on this a little bit. Okay. Northwest uh, Band, you said. Well, it's a great band. I mean, she's the band. Uh, they're newish, you know. Like I think they started like 2014. Okay. Uh, this is a woman who is. She could easily be playing in Jack's band. Hopefully, in the next month. Uh, she's she's based Maybe. in Portland. Oh, really? But but Portland she's team. a she's a Swinomish Swinomish uh, Indian. 
Okay. Yeah. The band's called Black Belt Eagle Scout, and they're those Indians. Uh, they they were based. They still are. They're based up there in the Puget Sound area, Western yep. Washington. Yeah. You know. Near and, Seattle, uh, just south of Seattle. Yeah, and I've never met one, so I've only met I've never I've only met her like through her music. And this is a this is an album I think that was released on Saddle Creek over in Omaha a few years ago, maybe a year or two ago. Called Mother, uh, the album's called Mother of My Children. And the song's called Just Lie Down. Belt Eagle Scout. I like that. That was um, reminded me a little bit of uh, Sean Marshall, Cat Power vocals. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's a the search for originality is hard. That's a compliment, though. I'm a I'm a big. I mean, and that's not a that's not saying that they're derivative. Just her vocal style. Yeah, no, Sean's me. amazing. I mean, yeah. obviously Sean's amazing. Sean Marshall's amazing. 
would you know love cat power yeah. okay so yeah, obviously it's a huge compliment it's like saying like oh that kind of reminded me of like pj harvey like yeah you know, right kind of thing which is like you know co- complete genius Absolutely. and uh so but uh it's, it's interesting because like uh, she started like uh in the skagit valley you know like as a dancer like in a in a drum thing in a drum circle basically you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know playing you know native of, she grew up on a reservation and like uh or you know, I don't, I, don't, I don't even know. It's an interesting culture in America because, like, the only time like that we really get to know, like, the, you know, what the Native Americans, you know, are all about is usually through like uh, the wa- you know water crises and like casinos and stuff right, like that. Right. Like, I well, mean, like, I hate to say it that way, yeah. but it is the absolute truth. Like, uh, yeah. like they're yeah. they don't even I don't think they even allow themselves like a lot of like. Indians or you know native groups like they don't want they don't want to be part of documentaries unless they have a story to tell. Sure. Like about like I mean the water so it's it's interesting like they'd rather just you know so but anyways this this young lady Catherine uh, Paul she like she worked her way down to Lewis and Clark College in Portland like she learned how to play uh, rock and roll uh, by listening to like. Uh, VHS tapes of like Nirvana, wow. you know, you know, and like, and so it's like she, she's like very interesting. Yeah, you know, I'd love to see her live. So yeah, but absolutely, very very interesting artist. I could play another one, but like, uh, well, we'll skip on. We'll we'll skip on. Okay. Skip on. Well, th- thanks for the tip. I'll have to check her out. I'll, I'll I'll dive in. You said she she or they? I guess they're a band. They they've got a few albums out. They've been around for a few years. Yeah, I don't know the other personnel, but uh, they've got a few releases on uh, Saddle Creek. Okay. And uh, and uh, actually, the last thirty days, I've kind of examined that label, and I I stumbled upon a wall of like recent releases that, that they put out. I'm kind of unfamiliar with their history, other than the fact that they're a very prominent Omaha indie rock label. Sure. Okay. For sure. You know. You're probably a fan of. You probably know more of their music on the uh, label than I do. I, I don't know. I, I'm familiar with the label name, uh, not necessarily all the artists, but I've definitely heard of them. I mean, they're they're. I think of them. You're right. They're, they're like a bigger indie. Um, I think of them. Yeah, like as, you know. So I decided, like, let's see what's going on at Saddle Creek about yeah. 30 days ago. Yeah. And uh, well, she's my favorite. And you stumbled into that. That's cool. Good yeah, stuff. she's my favorite, and then like I'm, I'm actually gonna order her album. Very cool, very cool. Yeah, and that's a good album. There's, she's got another album that's good too, but that's beside the point. Uh, nice. We're gonna play a legend. We're gonna go. To, we're gonna go into legend mode. Yeah, yeah. I we're... mean, this is like a. This is like a, not that any of the artists, Jackie Snor, Catherine Paul, aren't legends on their way, but. We're going to 1906, born in 1906. Yep. Mississippi. Yep. Don't even know where he's from, really. And, uh, not well, from Aberdeen? Does, yeah, yeah, who knows? And, uh, we're going to play a couple songs by Book of White. And Book of White is like, uh, you know, like when you think of like great blues artists, like, I mean, you know, we're not going to go through, you're not going to name names here, but like, He's not like the most celebrated. Like he's like, a, you know, he's not like a. He's not Robert Johnson. He's maybe second or third tier, and and I think Lead Belly, even like Lead Belly, right? Or like right in terms of like uh, popularity, like uh, you know I mean, why? Wait a list. We just bind to Etta James. Like he's like you but, know he's behind you know a lot of them. But you know why? In my opinion, we should play some music and then we can talk. Um, mm. You brought a couple. I brought one or two. I could even play. I could play a whole bunch by him. He's one of my favorites. Um, yeah, we're, we're doing a show here. We'll go, you, we'll revisit him. You start. You start. Where do you where do you want to go? Well, let's just, let's just start it off with. Uh, well, let's start it off with uh, Aberdeen, Mississippi Blues. Classic. This is, uh, one of yeah, one of his greatest songs of all time. Book of White. Yeah. And I'll. I'll I'll tell you how, how I heard uh, Book of White for the first time after this one because I wasn't familiar with him until like '91. Okay, okay. Well, let's play it. Aberdeen, Mississippi Blues, Book of White. This was recorded in late '30s, 1940, somewhere around there. This is beautiful. Enjoy. Mm-hmm. 
straight into shake them on down bob what do you think oh yeah definitely all right here you go bentonia sound baby the bentonia sound Shake 'em on down. I don't stop hollering, Mama. My 
Getting around that <laughs> I mean, you talk about rock and roll music. Come on, serious, serious rock and roll from the '30s, right there. Uh, oh man! So, so book a school. Henry Stuckey, unrecorded Henry Stuckey. Skip James, you played Skip James. Oh yeah, on the show, right? Uh, I think oh, so. I, I don't know. Have I? I love Skip James. Love Skip James. <laughs> same school, same school. Uh, you, the Bentonia school. Uh, you know who else? Uh, we haven't played Skip James. Um, we'll have to fix that. I also love um, Mississippi John Hurt. I yeah, yeah, yeah. actually played him on one of the shows Jack was on, uh, which is partly why I ask if you've listened, because we played some good stuff. Um, I imagine you did. I mean, I saw the songs you played. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, but Booker is probably one of my f- one of my favorites, if not my favorite. He's right up there with those guys. Um, so if you had to choose one, like to see like in a in a place out there in a in a shack you know yeah. it would be hard for me to choose between skip james book of white sunhouse i would i would choose book i would choose book might be book um when's the first time you ever heard him what's the, when's the first time you ever heard book probably in the early 90s around the same time as you um yeah in through Brett walford turned me on to him Brett who walford. did yeah, Britt Walford. Yeah, Britt Walford. Said, okay. Hey, he saw that we we had some blues records in our collection. He's like, "How come we don't have any Booker?" And and he looked at me. He's like, "Like I was crazy because I never heard of Booker White." He's like, "You're 23 years old, never heard of Booker White." <laughs> and he was in town to drum on that Breeders album, and 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 uh, he said, like, "Never heard of Booker White." And I, like I, we didn't have like he couldn't hit it instantaneously. We'd go to the record store the next day, right? Yeah, right. I mean, like, he couldn't like he couldn't just like pop it up on his phone, like right. hook it up to a portable speaker <laughs> and rock my ass off, <laughs> you know? And like, so same kind of experience for you. Like, did you stumble upon like in a record store? Like, I should buy this? Yeah, you know, I think what it was for me was the Fahey connection. Um, yeah, yeah, because. And I had never heard. That's John- when you get into like guitar tunings, like how the guitar works. Like, well, I mean, Jack Houston can talk about that, but and, like I can't. And not even that. It was more just um, through Nels Klein, who I know we've mentioned and played. You know, oh, yeah. Nels well, at on one. The, uh, he's on the on the page. Right for at one point, Nels. We were talking music, and he said, "Well, I would imagine because because I had, I, you know, Nels was a a jazz blues guy, and I would in, in who who still who dis- is, who dis- yeah, but he discovered Sonic Youth, and that kind of pushed him off into another realm, right? And so, right, that so was easy, yeah, yeah. So he would, you know, I would say, "Oh, have you heard Slint? Have you heard Polvo?" And I would introduce him to bands like that, and he would say, "Oh, well, have you heard? You've heard." John Fahey, right? And I'd never heard Fahey. I was probably... Because you're like 23. Yeah, exactly. Early 20s. Yeah. And so so he introduced me to John Fahey. You were a punk. You were a punk. I was a punk. And... Yeah. That that sent me down that path. Of course, Fahey in the er, in the '60s wasn't just recording music. He was also seeking out a lot of these old blues artists, and one of them he sought out and recorded and released on his own Tacoma label was Book of White. So those songs okay. we played w- were from the '30s and '40s. He found in went down to Mississippi, found Booka, recorded him, brought him back in in the '60s, and and released records of his on his label. So I started getting into Fahey, started seeing the stuff he was releasing. That that led me to Robbie Basho, who I've played on the show. That led me to Booka. That led me to a lot of other stuff that I just discovered. You're right. It was back before the days of the Internet when you couldn't just pull things up. It was like, this guy liked this. I should check this out. You couldn't out. even Google. You couldn't just could Yeah, none of that. Google, none of that. You know. No, but I knew I knew his his label, and I could see what he'd released, and was like, okay, if he likes that, it's probably pretty good. And so I 
started going down that path. But uh, yeah, so you're gonna play one for us, a live one, book a one. Uh, uh, you want to play it now, or you want me to end with it? No, you play it now. Okay, I'll play it. I play it now. So this is this is from the '60s. This is when um, I don't mean to say it like that. Play it now, but like let's like I think it's we'll a good mix. Keep keeping together. Yeah, we'll keep it going. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is this is a live, uh, unreleased live song from a recording in the Ash Grove, which was uh, a blues folk club in the '60s and '70s in Los Angeles. This is from August seventeenth, nineteen sixty-seven, from the Ash Grove. Book of White doing "Poor Boy." I just I love I just love his guitar on this. Love it. It's beautiful was he sliding by then he must oh, have been sliding. oh yeah seriously yeah, yeah. he was sliding enjoy yeah. this because it's it's amazing yeah. stuff uh yeah because you won't really hear it elsewhere so dig it
Dios. <laughs> yeah, how about that, huh? He was in well, his the, 60s at that point. Man was in his 60s. He could still go. He could still go. I think he lived till 70, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, legend, as you put it, absolute legend. Yeah, Book of White. So uh, fantastic. I mean, like, we could go on and on. Yeah, I'll shift gears. I'll shift gears. It's summertime. I'll shift gears. Okay. Let's go to let's go to where the surf meets the surf. Okay. Let's go to Old Del Mar for one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, San Diego. Let's go to like the uh, you talk about like band names, and uh, here's a band really uh, that has been around for a long time, like mid eighties. Started as Pitchfork. Okay, in a lot of yep. ways. Which which I played. I played some Pitchfork. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I know, yeah. He played at least one good song by them. Yeah. And they, I always thought they had the best band name of the early 90s, <laughs> Drive Lake Jehu. Mm-hmm. Because, like, when you're on the road and you're trying to replicate the Minutemen, and you're trying to jam a Kano, then you drive like Jehu a lot. Okay. <laughs> so we always say that. That'd be a big thing. Froberg. Froberg. Rick Rice. Froberg, yep. Froberg and Rice, yep. right? Drive Rick, like Jehu. Rick Fork, he also went by because of Pitchfork. Oh, Rick Fork. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. clever. Yeah. wonder if they had any influence on the name of the uh, famous uh, label of rock critics. Uh, I don't know. The famous, like, uh, possible. Authority, authoritarian rock critics. It's possible. I'd be surprised if they weren't aware of the band when they na- when they chose the name, but who knows? Oh, I, I would like to think so, but they still have not been named like on any list or invited to any of their festivals. Like, right. wouldn't it be fantastic if they offered like Pitchfork five thousand dollars to play like in the middle of a Pitchfork festival? <laughs> right. I'm just sure. pitching ideas to Pitchfork. Right. Right. For yeah. free. This is this is all free content. And keep in mind, this is like you know the CEO of Little Brother and the CEO of Broker's Tip doing a podcast. Yeah. We're trying to pitch ideas to Pitchfork. Maybe yeah. we should get Pitchfork in the middle of the day. In the meantime, I'm going to play. Drive like Jehu, seven inch. Yeah, from I think like ninety two. Like this, you know, this was between their f- debut record and their major label debut, I believe. Right, Yank Crime. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This, this was a, a noisy lot here. This is merge. a very noisy Wasn't lot. This a, very this noisy mer- lot. So merge? get ready for that. Bullet train to Vegas. Merge seven inch. Is that is that right? Yeah, might have been. Yeah. yeah, you're probably right on that. Yeah, yeah. I have this one. Good song. Good song. I think I've had it. I think somebody might have taken it from me. Oh, I feel like I bought it for like ouch. five dollars. Yeah, but you can. Yeah. I'm sure you could still find it. Great song. Great song. Great yeah. band. Amazing live band. Don't devalue it in your okay in your pre-comments. I'm okay. playing. Yeah, Bull Train to Vegas. Let's be quiet.
energetic band. Have you ever saw? So them you live? know, like uh, Rocket from the Crypt. Oh yeah, saw them live. Yeah, yeah. I so, mean, I toured with a roadie. Yeah, yeah. Dirty was his name. Dirty. Dirty. Yeah, he's great. He was great. He was a kid. He was great. He was the uh, tour manager of the Frumpies, and I was tour manager of Huggy Bear. Ah. And it was basically like it was just like me and we were like you know it's just me and him, you know, and like the guy would get up and play like trumpet, a great horn player. Dirty, dirty. That song's for Dirty. Drive like Jehu. So, they, and yeah, they obviously that went on to be Hot Snakes, which is another yep. great band name. Yeah. So like Pitchfork, right? Great band name. Yeah. Drive like Jehu. Mm-hmm. Hot Snakes. Snakes. That's right. Pitch, I mean, pitch, yeah. and pitch, pitchfork split into Drive Like Jehu and Rocket from the Crypt. So they're like the San Diego version of like Squirrel Bait, splitting off into Slint and you know like the Palace Brothers and like having this sort of influence. You know, well, I think and, Louisville won that battle. Well, I, I I think so too, but but they haven't won the war. They haven't won the war. That's true. That's fair enough. Um, yeah. so so uh, I got a couple. So I'm going to end with a couple songs. Hey, you're the ender. You're the ender. I'm going to end. I'm going to play. Boy, should I end? Should I play some funk now, or should I end? Don't with ask funk? me. You I'm choose. Gonna, I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to end with funk. I'm going to play. I'm going to play something. I'm going to play a song. I'm I'm going to play it for you, and then tell you what it is. You gonna play the Covey guy? No, totally. I'm gonna. I'm. I am gonna play Don Covey, but I'm gonna end with Don Covey. Um, okay. I'm gonna play this song. <laughs> this is a song for. This was an out al- from a song from an album. Um, this is not Don I'm Covey. I'm cheating on your pregame, man. I you saw are. Your pre-game you are. You are. I'm. Yeah. I'm. I'm audible. It's the fourth it a quarter. Bit. I saw your pregame plan, man. That's right. But I'm audibling it a little bit. You don't know what this is. Yeah. This is. Oh, here we go. Like. This is the Peyton Manning, the Peyton Manning podcast. That's right. This is a song was released in <laughs> 1977. Um, the song is called "That's All Right." I think you might like this one. Let's play it and then we'll talk about it. Um, I'm curious what you think. Here. Have it, Queens. Yeah. And then with Funk Man. That's alright. But if you walk out now, don't ever come back again.
What'd you think of that one, Bob? Well, I couldn't. I couldn't tell whether I was listening to like something obviously like serious burglary. Oh yeah, birds. absolutely serious. Birds. And like I'm thinking, like uh, you know, of course, like you know, I thought the act that perfected that was the Windbreakers. You know, great band Windbreakers. I think this band preceded them, but yeah, the Birds for sure. Doesn't matter, you know. Um, talking about mastery, but like. Uh, to me, it was like a, like a, it's all like a, it's like so insanely Everly Brothers comes to mind like yeah. in a weird way. Yeah. Very catchy, very pop, pop like power pop almost. Easily discardable in a lot of ways. You think? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because like, like you know, there's like masters like, of that craft. Fun, like, but it's it's the sort of song that after you've heard it a few times, like it sticks in your head. I understand. I, I understand. Well, all those songs do because yeah. they're like insanely infectious pop songs. Yeah, you yeah. Know? just very and well like, written. So you know who that was? You want to take a guess? No, no. That's no. Um, from their album called All Hopped Up, released in 1977. That's NRBQ. Hopped up on IPA. <laughs> yeah, all hopped up on NR, uh, IPA. That's NRBQ. NRBQ on IPA. NRBQ. Yeah, yeah. which which Terrible is a band. Man. You and I have talked about it off air, but it's a band that I never really got into, and that's the sort of stuff. If they if they were if if they were consistently recording stuff like that, I'd be a huge NRBQ fan. The problem I don't know what they did. The they problem did I have that. with them is is that they do a Why lot are we of even like talking about them NRBQ. Well, I don't know because I've we're always, not old enough to talk about them. Maybe not, but uh, people like people who like. Uh, Paul Worship Mac- John Prine. Paul McCartney's yeah. age. I love John Prine. Uh, well, I man, I got no problems with John Prine, but like John Prine's better than NRBQ. <laughs> that's fair. I mean, I, 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 mean, I, like, I, I if they did the stuff that sounded like that, which to me, I know you're not a big Star fan, but that's like to me, that's like big Star birds. Uh, if they did stuff like that, I would love them. But they do this kind of like BS boogie woogie stuff, and I'd rather hear the. the I'm more of like the DB. I'm more of like a DB's guy. That's fair. That's fair. And they could be derivative of all the bands that you mentioned. Like yeah. maybe they siphon it all down yeah. to a cone of perfection, like Windbreakers. Yeah. Just like Jack. Like Jack. Like obviously, the song you played earlier in the show by Jack. Like it was a very incredibly well studied piece of music. Yeah. 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 And. Yeah. You know, it was like uh, should be presented in like music classes. It's like, <laughs> you know, whatever. I'm not gonna right. talk about that. Right. But like, it was fantastic, and I'm happy to have it on the site. And, but uh, whatever. I, I don't even care. I'm not gonna talk about any personal details with an RBQ. We'll just end the show with that. Well, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm ending the show with Don Covey. I'm br- I'm, oh, I'm, so you're just trying to bring the crowd back up I'm bringing the crowd back up I'm ending it with a little funk This is 1972 This, I've been obsessed with this record It's such Have you a- played like a band that could be playing like outside Like in an Iowa Steakhouse Three years ago Like at 7 o'clock On a patio Yeah to play like proper fucking music this, after, after NRBQ. This this is Don Covey, who's known for he he did a song called Seesaw, hit you know kind of R and B soul hit in the sixties. Um, this is from an album, nineteen seventy two. The band is called Don Covey and the Jefferson Lemon Blues Band. Uh, <laughs> cra- I gotta rename this song Paul Leary versus NRBQ. Okay, well, uh, the yeah. album is different strokes for different folks. The song is sta- standing in the grits line. This is some serious yeah. funk. Johnny this, cakes. This baby. whole put record. Honey, put your Subi honey on your Johnny cakes. This whole record kicks some serious ass. If you can find a copy of it, buy it. It's really good. It hasn't been reissued in like 
Don't almost, get to brag and play this song. Almost like thirty you. years. It's available on CD. It's not. It's not so obscure, but uh, fun. Fun stuff. I think you'll like it. Standing in the grits line. Excuse right. me, y'all, while I throw some funk on the world. Come on, insurance. Mm. It's all here. I think we lost Bob, but that's okay, because that's the end of the show. Hope you enjoyed it. That was Don Covey, standing in the grits line, episode 95. Thanks, everybody. Maybe we'll do this again soon.